Hello everyone. Welcome back to Vaterwanda Hotel and Tourism Business School podcast. I'm your host Cecile and as you know, this is a podcast that seeks to help young people in hospitality sector to become the best version of themselves. And we do this by inviting industry experts and young professionals to come through and share best practices on a range of issues and topics that generally affect young people. So we are still on the topic of entrepreneurship and joining us today is someone who is a young entrepreneur and a student at Vatel itself. He's the founding partner of Gara Event and he's apparently undertaking his internship at Mura Restaurant. Prior to that, he worked at Kigari Serena Hotel as an intern in room division department. So welcome, Mr. Axel Rutayisire. <laughs> Thank you very much. How are you today? I'm very good. Yeah, perfect. Yes. So um, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. And tell us about what's the backstory of Gara Events? Uh, Gara Event is not, the story is not uh, from very long ago. Yeah. It's just one year mm-hmm. ago and... Gara event started, uh, you can say, in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay. Uh, But the idea came before. Yeah. The idea uh, came from uh, just as friends sitting together um, and observing the industry we were working in Mm -hmm. and trying to find a solution for events. because. Uh, we would go at school from Monday to Friday mm-hmm. and in the weekend we had free time and so we could get gigs, could get some jobs in yeah. weddings, in events yeah. at the Radisson Convention Center in different places in Kigali. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the idea came from a realization that uh, there needs to be better planning, yeah, planning. for events mm-hmm. and there need, there's a need to be uh, more human resource yeah because most of the events that couldn't go the way they were planned was because the human resource wasn't available people who are trained to do uh, the events Mm -hmm. as the event organizer planned yeah so we said why not do it ourselves we are Mm -hmm. people in the hospitality industry yeah uh the best at the best hospitality school in Rwanda, we had the opportunity to to be in in hotels around Kigali, around mm-hmm. Rwanda, mm-hmm. and we found that we had experience because uh, the realization was that um, we were we were seeing things that other people wouldn't see in That's the events. <laughs> Even sometimes the event organizers couldn't realize that mistakes are being made. Mm-hmm. So we said, let's do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that time, Prince Gahunga is mm-hmm. my classmate mm-hmm. and M3 student. Yeah. He he said, let's do it. He was the one to be very actionable. Yeah. We were just in ideas and, and uh, putting uh, theory down mm-hmm. and analyzing. He said, why not do it? So Putting it into action. In action. Yeah. So we were three of us. It was me, uh, Axel, and Prince and Fiona, mm-hmm. you know Fiona? Um, yeah, I know Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> and also there is uh, Fabrice um, and Norbert. Okay. So <clears throat> after that, we, we launched, we went to, we, we, we did kind of a business plan. Uh, we, we analyzed how it would cost us. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we keep doing action, opening a bank account, registering, uh, after we find the name and things started going. And after that, mm -hmm. uh, the COVID-19 strike and we couldn't find events. We were just, Anymore. yeah, we had the time to, to think about the business, yeah. to, to do the theory part and do the paperwork. Mm -hmm. So after some time, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic kind of settled down and mm -hmm. events started opening. That's when we started doing real events. That's when we started uh, talking back to, to our connections, to mm -hmm. people we had targeted. So mm -hmm. we had a strategy to talk to people who would organize events, even though they, they are not available yeah. for a promise whenever yeah. they open. You could and just call them. Yeah. So we called them back. Do you have anything for us? Yeah. And events started coming in. We had weddings every weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And wow. yeah, that's how the, the Gary event started. So I like the idea that um, you just sat down and you figure out that something was missing in the country and you were the one to take initiative. Yeah. And even though the COVID-19 came in, you didn't give up. That was the time for you to actually um, think, um, reach out to people, call them and... Mm. That's so awesome. That's so awesome, uh, <laughs> Axel. And I'm wondering, so what are the type of client that you normally target? Do you call every single client that maybe um, is planning to have a wedding or any conference or you have specific target market that you are looking towards? Um, starting the business, mm -hmm. we had to first uh, kind of test it. So at the beginning, our target market was just people we know. Yeah. Uh, people that we just meet. your connection yeah people we meet in the industry yeah since we had worked in different hotels we had managers uh supervisors, supervisors people yeah. who would organize events simple events or mm -hmm. uh weddings just that mm -hmm. and as time went in we realized that after some time after we see that the the business works that we could hire people mm -hmm. and train them. And after them being efficient and uh, having knowledge and skill, we could target even higher uh, event sharks like uh, Rwanda events, mm -hmm. uh, those kind of businesses. So we wrote to them. Mm -hmm. We wrote to them and uh, proposed them our idea and showed them the plan of the the the, the business mm -hmm. our goals in the future so to answer our target market is uh, people who organize big events because we want our uh, business to grow and to be at their level so i would say the target market is uh in the future bigger events where we can have even more human resource, not just waiters, because we started with waiters only. Mm -hmm. Next, the the next step is us uh, having supervisors, waiters, and protocol, protocols, and yes. many other stuff. Because if you see, the business is mostly um, human resource oriented. Mostly, it's, yeah. it's it's training people and make, making them um, knowledgeable and skillful mm -hmm. to to be able to to do an event efficiently no matter the size mm -hmm. that's the plan so 
for now, our target market is uh, event organizers yeah. and wedding uh, planners. And also, um, in the future, we could have uh, people coming, people calling us, not just reaching them. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> I get some, that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can have uh, a person wanting to organize an event, mm -hmm. like a chef. A chef can organize to to cook for a big a big number of people, mm -hmm. and given the the quality of the food he's cooking, or given the type of people, uh, given the type of um, attendees of the event, mm -hmm. the, if they are high VIPs or anything, he could need very very skilled uh, waiters or people to do protocol. A hundred percent, yes. People who studied it, not just. Uh, uh, giving them tasks and not making sure that they would do mm -hmm. according to the expectation of the event yeah. organizers. Or maybe to the standards. Yeah. So that's I, I for sure like the, the, the perspective of um, you looking forward into um, the years to come yeah. and positioning yourself in a way that people will be calling you, yeah. not you calling them. Yeah. And... Um, I also like the, 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 the aspect of um, motivating people, investing in people mm. and uh, making sure that they are trained, yeah. but they are also um, motivated to stay and grow with the, with the business. Yeah. That, that's something that um, every single young entrepreneur would learn from you and thank you very much. Yeah. So um, moving on, you've, you've talked about um, your, 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 your interest and why you are passionate about trying and joining big companies mm -hmm. so that you can even earn high competitive advantage. So what's something that you've learned about doing this business uh, along the way and it keeps you moving forward, approaching uh, knowledgeable people that you need to grow, 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 grow. Mm. What's something that you've learned along the way in this business? I would say the first thing I learned is... Uh, something interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, takes, it takes time. Yeah to turn an idea into something realistic that you can see. Mm -hmm. uh, when we were starting the business, we would just uh, dream about something and be like, uh, this is going to happen after this time, after this time, but it takes time uh, because some things you don't plan. They just come around along the journey. Mm -hmm. uh, obstacles, challenges, uh, communication, uh, mostly it takes time. So I learned that whenever you plan something, mm -hmm. plan some extra time. Uh, if you ever have uh, a promise to deliver, uh, if it's your first time, if you don't have experience, if you have never tried it before, mm -hmm. uh, give yourself a, a deadline, but also try to plan some time ahead. A little, uh, some time like... Uh, you mean like some extra time? Some extra time okay. for <laughs> things you did not plan. Because mm -hmm. planning an event is uh, is something that uh, relies mostly on time. Oh, okay. And also, we could realize that we planned things and thought that they would happen the way we wanted and mm -hmm. they turned out not to happen the way we wanted. Yeah. So we le I learned a lot that... We need to plan ahead and schedule time for things we did not plan. The second thing I learned is is communication. 
Communication yeah. very important. Very important in the event business, in mm-hmm. any business, because uh, when you commu- it's 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 not easy to turn something you have in your mind or in your perspective to give it to another person and in the same perspective. Yeah, in the, yeah, and be confident <laughs> that they got it and they are they are going to do it the exactly way you the agreed. same way you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same way you want. So mm. in this journey. All the team learned that um, it takes communication skills and also uh, being able to transfer an idea from your perspective to another person for things to happen the way you want. Yeah, this is what I can say. I That's so vital. That's so vital because um, especially in business, when you see things, you want your subordinate to see things the way you see things. Yeah. And when it comes to communication, you want all of you to be in the same branch, if I may yeah. say, and then you carry on in the same direction. Yeah. So thank you very much for that. And um, I, I would imagine at GARA events and all of you, you are trying to communicate, you are trying to delegate, you are trying to be very mindful about the communication mm-hmm. you use, the language you use. Um, could you tell us about a typical day at GARA events? How is it like? And uh, how would you prepare for, let's say, hosting a wedding, for instance? Um, a typical day uh, is a day that we have an event. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have to, to first of all, communicate with the event organizer, mm-hmm. the, the, the contact person of that event. The main contact person of the yeah. event, yes. So we make sure we ask them everything. We ask them their expectations. Okay. So we would say in the morning we have a short meeting together. Mm-hmm. And it's not all the time physical. Sometimes you have to talk on the phone or online. Virtual meetings. Yeah, for for communication. And we, we say this event uh, came from this source, mm-hmm. probably from one of the members of the team. If it's me who got the event from my sources or my connection, mm-hmm. or if we got it from a person who reached up, who reached out to us, mm-hmm. so we assign the, the event to the person who is mostly connected to it because okay. they to the we, owner of the event. Yeah, okay. the owner of the event. So <laughs> okay. at that point, we let them tell us and give us uh, uh, details about how we are going to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, then we we get on to setting things up the 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 quotation we sent to the person mm-hmm. we say we said we said we are going to deliver this 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 on a on a checklist mm-hmm. we say do we have this do we have this do we have this when will this uh be available so we we start mapping time as i said before we we say at this time this should be ready at this location at this time this should be ready at this location and we tra- we assign also people responsible to do everything mm-hmm. uh, prior to that to the event i would say we we make sure we have the people doing the event either the members of the team and mm-hmm. also human resource from outside the young people that we call that we reach out for for them to help us Mm -hmm. so we do a job mapping in time and later we according to the time to reach at the event at the at the location and to talk to the host we do everything they told us to do and basically in an event it's setting up the event uh 
let's say it's a wedding. So we set up the event, mm-hmm. the, the, the location, the tables, the plates, everything necessary in the service. And also we talk to everyone in the event. For example, an event will have people in charge of beverages, people in charge of uh, food. We make sure we talk to them. Decoration yeah. maybe. Yeah, decoration and everything <laughs> yeah. to make sure that we go in the team of the, the, the people we find there. Because we are coming from outside, mm-hmm. probably this event, this wedding is being done by family and family members. So yeah. we make sure that we are in line with what will happen mm-hmm. during the event, mm-hmm. that they know our expectation and that we know their expectation. Short of a small uh, meeting. That's it's all the time us that, that call them because they are very busy organizing. So we say, we need you. Because we have some ideas to suggest you. We have some things to talk about for the event to run smoothly and for it to happen mm-hmm. as we planned, or, uh, as we all wish. Mm-hmm. So we plan the event at the location, do everything that's necessary, and later we kickstart the event. Later, mm-hmm. when the event is done, we talk to, to the host again. We say we're closed with the event. It's time for us to to talk about how the event went and give us your feedback and then we can leave. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's so amazing to see that you personally come up with a roadmap of yeah. things that you're going to do yeah. and who is going to do what and when and how. Yeah. That's, that's so specific and um, I believe it helps in a way that um, things are very direct mm-hmm. and you also avoid... Um, communicating to the third party because if you assign a task to someone then it's it's very specific and there we avoid a confusion and maybe mm. messing up along the way <coughs> and uh going back to the point you've you've mentioned uh in regards to the human resource especially you say that sometime you do hire people to help you mm-hmm. out and uh in in the previous point uh You've, you've mentioned something like communication, you being mindful about how you address um, the people and also putting a certain message across. So how do you make sure that the people you are hiring on the spot mm-hmm. are actually um, acting up to your standards in terms of communication, in terms of uh, delivering to the standards since they are not internally your own team, they mm. are from outside. So how do you make sure that they understand the power of communication according to um, Garayven standards. So <clears throat> it all starts when we are selecting them because uh, we made sure that it's them who reach us for for making sure that they are motivated to do it. So okay. we did uh, an, an online campaign okay. on Instagram mm-hmm. and we just started selection. Mm-hmm. People who are interested to do hospitality and do service and events. Mm-hmm. So we went through a process of selecting them and giving them their contact, them re- giving them our contact and mm-hmm. them reaching to uh, them reaching out to us yeah, and to you. through email and mm-hmm. telephone. Mm-hmm. And the most part is the people who reached out to us and also some connections we have in the industry, people we were working with before before we start the event okay so to some some people in the some human resource some young people we work with we know each other and we know each other's strengths potentials and, yeah mm-hmm. and others we made sure that we 
met them through kind of an interview mm-hmm. uh, online and also on telephone. We could call them, have you ever worked in the hospitality industry? Uh, what experience do you have? What do you think about uh, events in Kigali? Mm-hmm. And what do you basically know to do? And where can we start uh, from? Yeah. If we're going to hire you or if you're going to to put you on our team. Mm-hmm. So at at some point, when we have an event that's a very VIP, we make sure that we select our best and that we select people that we trust that they are knowledgeable and skillful. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. And um, what's the biggest challenge uh, that you faced at, at the beginning of launching, let's say, um, Gara event? Because... I remember you told us that you've you've been with Mr. Prince. Yes. And uh, he's he's like the owner of 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 the Gara event, if I may say. Mm-hmm. So ever since you've joined um, Gara event, what's one of the biggest challenges that you've ever faced? Um, I would say the challenge we faced is the the time the time aspect mm-hmm. of planning and making sure that things happen the way we planned, and also. Another challenge is the COVID-19 because we we basically had made an investment in the business and we were a little bit hopeless <laughs> for some time <laughs> because we had we had made uniform for people. Yeah. We had registered the company that's supposed to pay <laughs> taxes yeah. and everything. We were a bit, uh, at some point we were like, is this going to work? But it, it was a challenge mm-hmm. for us because... Uh, we were expecting it to happen before, I mean, in a certain time that we wished. So I would say it's the time aspect, mm-hmm. communication, uh, planning. Uh, also, another challenge is uh, the human the human resource. We had to set out a plan for them because we at, at some point, at first, we started doing events and this issue happened. People would come and not be... Uh, on the standard, I would okay. say. <laughs> and we realized that we need to plan a way of training and of selection. So it was a challenge seeing, uh, trying, promising the event organizer something and, uh, and later, later in the event, seeing that it's not happening the way we want and having the fear that everything that we wanted to change mm-hmm. before even we start the, the the company is not being met uh so we we, we were quick to to change everything yeah. to to plan and to to put in place our knowledge yeah. what we really uh, are confident in and uh delivering to our promise yeah it sounds like it's 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 um a huge risk to actually engage yourself in in event planning, especially uh, if you are like um, a top leader, because every mm. single person is looking up to you, and um, there are so many things to um, to actually uh, correct, train, and and follow up on. And mm. I'm wondering if there are so many challenges, especially in let's say human resource and communication. What do you enjoy then most about your work and? Um, how do you find it possible or in which ways do you find it uh, possible for you to give back? Like, how are you able to give back to the community? Uh, I would say personally. Okay. <laughs> what I enjoy the most is the is the growth, the journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
seeing things happen slowly and slowly mm. uh given the fact that not long ago a year ago it was just an idea and now it's something we're talking about a company yes. having partners <laughs> having partners yeah. uh thinking about a way to 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 reinvest in the business so i enjoyed the growth that we are doing mm-hmm. that we are getting uh close to uh i also enjoy the team spirit that we have yeah uh, the way a friend that you, you could have in real life yeah uh, could have valuable ideas and even beyond your your expectations uh when it comes to serious things like doing business yeah in a uh, in a, in a in a very professional way let's say yeah in say. a very professional yeah. way yeah that's <laughs> yeah so it's very fun to to also be kind of an inspirer because these people that we we invite they come to the event they say uh, you are our bosses and this is we are here for you we are going to to be working for gara events this evening or this week uh so we we're there in front of them as leaders and we try to inspire them to say if, if you like hospitality please practice here yeah. uh follow everything we say and learn uh we we are at the front when the event is happening we are delegating we're saying please do this please do this mm-hmm. so it's kind of a way to inspire young people or to inspire our our Gen- our p- people in our generation because yeah, most of them we are the same age yeah we are the same age and they see that it's ha- it's it's possible to to do things as young people to 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 start a business to to see an opportunity and start a business and uh execute it and later make profit yeah so also i think we are contributing a lot because we are helping them financially uh, some of them don't have jobs permanent jobs mm-hmm. So we think we are doing something that's even greater than us ourselves. <laughs> uh, I, w- I would definitely say yes because if if you are hiring people and maybe um they don't have skills yeah. but they have a passion, attitude and you can uh, contribute to the their financial aspect in the same way maybe educating them if they are willing to learn. I think that's that's a wonderful way of giving back to the community and Thank you so much for all that you are doing. <laughs> yeah. So um I I would say like if you were to uh, to launch Gara event again what w- what would you do differently like um you've you've faced so many challenges and you've you've been in a position of having an idea and thinking mm, how is it going to be at the end would this happen like eventually how will it look like and suddenly you are into the action you've experienced how it feels like to be into business mm-hmm. and you feel like there's something missing so if you were given the chance to do it again what would you do differently and uh, and launch um a mean garage event yeah um i would i would quickly look at our mistakes the mistakes <laughs> we made yeah and also challenges we faced that took longer than we thought and yeah. uh I would say the thing I would do differently uh or things we would do differently as a team is to to plan 
to plan more on uh, communication, on uh, the company um, expectations mm -hmm. between the, the funding partners uh, so that it becomes more easy when we when we get to the ground when we get to the to the event for things to happen more smoothly yeah uh it's it's better when you plan for something and uh see it happening the way you want it 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 took a lot of time for us to realize i mean it took a lot of time uh trying to change the mistakes that we would have planned before yeah so i would say we would also uh, reach out to people already in the event business and mm -hmm. ask them the challenges. We didn't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, we we're quick to do. Uh, <laughs> we we're quick to do to to put in practice. Yeah. And, I mean, to put in action and mm -hmm. to to get things going. Mm -hmm. But I would say we would have asked a few people in the event and some asked, insights. Yeah, yeah. Some insights. Mm -hmm. uh, also, one thing that I would say we would do differently is to 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 communicate about the business starting because we kind of started later. Yeah. We didn't tell it to 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 people. We first planned in our own room, planned about things that we would do. We didn't tell people that we needed to to share with in the beginning. So by the time we started telling them. We, we wanted things to happen. Ah, uh, okay. So I would say we would tell them, suggest them an idea about the things we are going to do so that they help us during the process of starting the, the business. Yeah. That's so great. That's so great, Axel. Um, I like the, the, the perspective of um, thoroughly planning what you're intending to do mm. and also reaching out for advice or some new insight from, let's say, champion in event mm. planning. And... Uh, if you are planning to involve people, don't um, surprise them with the idea and then yeah. action. Instead, yeah. uh, present the idea and uh, the roadmap of how you are planning things to be mm. so they feel involved and maybe support uh, beforehand, before the actual process. Yeah. That's a profit and um, it's kind of being proactive in the yeah. long run. Thank you very much. So um, I also wanted to ask you the opportunities that you feel young people in, in, in general who wants to become entrepreneurs, especially in your line of work, should take great advantage of? Um, yeah, some kind of opportunities. Yeah. Uh, I would say opportunities is, um, uh, I would say, uh, tourism. Mm -hmm. Tourism is a, is a big thing. And uh, I think young people in Rwanda need to to learn how things are done beyond Rwanda mm -hmm. and to to see how tourism is done in other parts of the world uh, places like South Africa mm -hmm. South, South Africa is the most visited uh, touristic country yeah, in touristic Africa country. it's very advanced yeah. in certain aspects mm. uh, I think that young people need to 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 observe and learn from the way things are done beyond Rwanda uh, if it's possible travel to that place and uh, observe yeah. the tourism industry because it's a very big industry mm -hmm. which has many opportunities in the food and beverage uh, 
in the food and beverage aspect of it, mm-hmm. in the travel part of it, mm-hmm. in the drinks part of it. There yeah. are many, many businesses that can be started, for example, in the drinks uh, area. You have uh, cocktail bars, you have coffee shops, you have wine. Yeah, we have wine. We have a mixture of different things. You mm-hmm. can mix uh, a bakery and a coffee shop. You can mix uh, a, a, a bar and a, a barbecue, kind of blend things. Yeah. Also, you can you can also mix different things in the in the ki- in the food and beverage. You can mix a cuisine with another or an ambiance, for example. A different kind, a different category of age, mm-hmm. young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see what they like in this time. It's the time of social media and everything. Definitely. And people are always uh, eager to try new things. Mm-hmm. They're eager to 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 experience different lifestyles than they had. Every day, uh, a young person wakes up and says. What's new to do? What's new to do? Because uh, with these times, in these times of social media and uh, a very fast-moving world, people are so stimulated with uh, new things on their telephones and everything. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also an opportunity for people to get creative and to to try to find uh, a specific market. Uh, if it's young people. Young people who like uh, new music, young people who like hip hop, mm-hmm. would like also to drink a beer with this kind of food, and so trying to blend different uh, things that would attract a person to consume mm-hmm. things in the tourism industry or in the hospitality industry. Uh, you can build a business around that, mm-hmm. around first your connections, your young friends. Uh, or you can build a business around uh, people already in the industry, investors, mm-hmm. uh, experts in the in the industry. You you ask them what they have seen, traveling or mm-hmm. different experiences they have seen, and, and trying then, to to yeah, blend and start yeah, something. Mm-hmm. You put them together. Yeah, and also that's that's like the one aspect of tourism, food and beverage, travel or drinks there's many things in tourism mm-hmm. uh there's wine many ideas yeah, many ideas <laughs> that people also, do need to take advantage of yeah uh, young people need also to 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 be realistic uh, i think when starting these businesses mm-hmm. uh, especially in rwanda uh, they need to observe the market and be realistic about certain facts mm-hmm. uh about the market that would buy their products, yeah. about how they would launch their business in a market that accepts their product, Definitely. and also try to to not rush into rush into profitability because it takes time to make a business sustainable. Yeah, a business is started, it runs, but it needs a it needs like a foundation of capital for it to be sustainable through time Mm -hmm. you find that in rwanda most businesses fail in the first three years because 
the owner is tr- started it with ambition and everything with eager yeah with eager but he's trying to to take the profit out so instead fast. of yeah instead of building a strong foundation of capital for these things we were talking about mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. uh unforeseen circumstances things we didn't plan for mm-hmm. and by the time these things come in or uh fall on the head it of crashes. the owner <laughs> the business doesn't have any backup mm-hmm. and it happens a lot so there's many opportunities for young people mm-hmm. in a country like Rwanda uh that motivates young people with all sorts of support startup capital mm-hmm. uh, uh mentorship mentorship yeah true. also uh provision of different ways of learning mm-hmm. fast internet mm-hmm. uh incentives on tax many things yeah, many so things. i would say young people get out there observe the market use the opportunities you have mm-hmm. and grab it <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much um excel for sharing your wisdom with us and you've mentioned something uh, like so many things are changing every single day like the universe is evolving on a daily basis yeah. even every second every minute when you go on instagram today or right now yeah one hour later there will be so many things so many changes that happen so um thank you for helping the young generation who are listening to us to actually be proactive stand up take advantage of something and just go and take risks <laughs> and um As you've talked about South Africa, I I like the idea of um going out of the box and um adventure trying something new so you can you can have uh, different ideas of of how things happen. So as I've, as you've talked about South Africa, I was like, "Hmm, he might be an adventurer." <laughs> <laughs> have you ever traveled to any other country apart from Rwanda before? Maybe? Yes, yes, I traveled, but as young, I was young with my parents. Yeah. Uh later i haven't traveled i mm-hmm. um, i've been busy with school and trying to com- uh to be to complete my studies and be confident in the industry i'm trying to get into yeah. but i've traveled as a young person mm-hmm. and uh a destination i would say i la- lastly traveled to was was giseni a giseni yeah. okay outside of the country outside of the country i've been to burundi and mm-hmm. to congo Ah, to Congo yeah. and Burundi, very nice. I haven't been to Congo neither Burundi. <laughs> ah, they're <laughs> very interesting countries mm. with uh, different cultures. There's always something to learn from a different country. Are they like congested, and how is the shopping? And um, yeah, yeah. In these countries, uh, like Congo, mm-hmm. Congo, I'll, I'll describe it as a country of uh, very, very sociable individuals. Ah, because, okay. <laughs> yeah. because uh people are so friendly yeah they are so friendly and okay. sociable it's it's very hard to find a person who is so reserved or very uh, introverted Introvert, yeah. introverted <laughs> they they like uh they are open when they when you ask a question they open up they say what they think what they are what is on their mind mm-hmm. if there's any support they ask and it's a very interesting culture because uh it it has uh it's it's different from the rwandan culture the rwandan culture is more of a person who is most really reserved and 
calculates his words is wise. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's, it's different from Congo. A person who, who can articulate the most ideas quicker and mm. try to entertain people is the best. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the one thing I've realized. And also, uh, Congolese people, they spend. They spend. They, if there is... If in a market you find it's very crowded, mm -hmm. everyone is trying to find the cheapest object. Mm. Everyone is trying to sell the, the 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 next object that's that's valuable. So it's a dynamic that's very loud all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the city is very loud. Yeah. There's horns all the time, and yeah, that's the ambiance of Congo. How is it <laughs> different from Burundi? I haven't been to Burundi either. In Burundi, it's. Uh, It's almost the same way, but Burundi is uh, like Bujumbura. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a city of, I would say, it's rich in culture, in mm -hmm. French culture. Mm -hmm. uh, it has there's always events organized uh, at the at the Centre Culturel Français. Okay, and that's that's the place I would go to. There's theater. There's comedy. Okay. The young people always meet at the theater and comedy. Uh, there's also there's a there's a beach in in Bujumbura. So mm -hmm. in the city center or in the yeah, city yes, in, the, Bujum in Bujumbura. Yes. So so the, there's always a rush in the family for people to <laughs> to want to go at the at, at the, the beach. beach in the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So you find out that in three weekends, I mean in most of weekends mm -hmm. of the month, the family is at the beach and. They're having fun. It's they are very. Mm, they like uh, entertainment mm -hmm. and enjoying the present. Yeah. I need to visit Congo and Bujumbura <laughs> so I can shop and maybe enjoy yeah. the beach and all that. Yeah. And um, Mr. Axel, if you had like one million US dollar, well, what would you do with it? If I had. If you were given one one million US dollar, what oh. would you do with it? Even uh, the fact that you like traveling and yeah. you're business-oriented, you're yeah. an entrepreneur, uh, what would you do with it? Personally, <laughs> personally, I've always, always dreamed to to be in the education sector, mm -hmm. in the education industry. If I had one million, I would, I would, I would uh, seek of a way to to invest in young people mm -hmm. and educate them, uh, because personally, I believe that. Uh, from myself if if there's anything that happened in my life that i would be grateful for yeah. is having a a good education from my parents yeah and i believe that it has enabled me to to go far in my uh in my journey in entrepreneurship mm -hmm. in uh, academics there's opportunities i've i've grabbed because i was Educated. I was educated, mm -hmm. so I would invest it in education mm -hmm. and uh, start from teaching what I know, or seek for the most important uh, uh, education. Uh, I would say skill, skill or knowledge mm -hmm. for the random people uh, in the future. There's going to be Uh, a need for skilled people and people who know things they do yeah. because the country is getting very is getting 
development fast. Very uh, competitive. Yeah, very competitive. Uh, there's going to be outside investment coming in Rwanda and mm -hmm. these, uh, these companies coming in Rwanda will need skilled people. So personally, if I had a million dollars, I would start a school. Yeah. Okay, you start a school, like always education oriented. Yes. Thank you very much. And um, if you were to be given or if you have like superpower, what would you, wh what would it be? A superpower? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said uh, a superpower I would have is to, is to. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm thinking. I've thought about this before, but I don't know why it's escaping me. Uh if I had a superpower, I would have a, a power to to influence people, mm -hmm. uh, to to be able to communicate with them and influence them uh, faster than it's like normal. You mean manipulate <laughs> them, than, not, manipulate people, or not to manipulate? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of. <laughs> uh, I would say to influence to. To transfer my ideas faster than it's normal. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> to, if I wish to do this, if I, if I say, Cecile, would you, would you help me to, to, to start this business? Yeah. I would, I would wish for a superpower for me to tell you and you not asking, why, why would you how? like to start this business? <laughs> and please do it in a bit, uh, for me or, yeah, that's a, that's kind of, uh meta meta what do you call it uh we call it metacognition we call it, we call it metacognition ah, metacognition yeah like you want somebody to do something immediately without yeah. even them contemplating okay so uh, <laughs> what do i need basically yeah. to do the business yeah <laughs> that's it's so fantastic the mind of the person <laughs> and and knowing what they want what they are thinking and if i have to to influence them to do this mm -hmm. for the good, I influence them. That's wow. a superpower I would wish for. <laughs> That's a superpower already for you to actually wish to influence people in, in a positive direction, yes. I believe, in my opinion. Yes, yes. So thank you very much, Axel. Uh, this is the end of our podcast. I'm very sure the young generation have learned a lot from you. Yes. And um, we are happy to have you. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Uh, it makes uh, it's it's it's. I'm very proud of what the school is doing. Mm -hmm. uh, trying to 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 listen to young people, to listen to what we have to say, mm -hmm. and helping us uh, reach a vaster uh, majority of young people. Definitely, it's very uh, remarkable. Mm -hmm. And also, thank you for your invitation. No, it thank was you a for nice, being here with us. <laughs> yes, it, it was a nice interaction. Yeah. Uh, I love the way we interacted and exchanged ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very good. It's always good to have a conversation like this because sometimes you think about things you've never thought before and articulate them. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Thank you, Axel. <laughs> <laughs>